Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today, waiver wire targets heading into the weekend, injury news, Thursday's stars, the Christian Yelich watch, value plays, DFS recommendations, and more. But first, tell your smart device, play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. So let's start with some waiver wire targets. Players owned in fewer than half of leagues. Maybe you can add them and give your roster a little bit of a boost. Start with Tyler Maley, red starting pitcher. 10 innings through two starts, Maley has a 1.80 ERA and 1.00 whip, 10 strikeouts and three walks. He's not a world beater, but so far the, the starts have been pretty good. Uh, you might, might like him at the back end of your rotation. Kyle Seeger, veteran Mariners third baseman, is hitting 300 with an 899 OPS. He has 14 RBIs in 14 games, which is great. But an encouraging sign is he has six walks to go with six strikeouts. He typically strikes out a whole lot more than he walks. So this sudden balance in the, in the universe uh, looks good for Kyle Seeger. Uh, Jacoby Jones, Tigers outfielder, has three home runs. He's hitting 379 with a 12-12 OPS in nine games. A limited track record of being a productive player, but... If, uh, if you're looking for someone at the sort of the bottom end of your outfield depth chart, Jacoby Jones could be worth your while. Uh, Dylan Moore, Mariners utility uh, player who I, I recommended in DFS uh, a few days ago. Uh, he's 11 for 33 to start the season with a 989 OPS. Also has two home runs and three stolen bases. The fact that he can play a variety of positions uh, doesn't hurt either. So uh, Dylan Moore, a low cost with uh, maybe a little bit of upside there. Uh, if you need a catcher, Consider Max Stassi for the Angels. He has four home runs and nine RBIs in nine games, sort of forcing his way into playing time with that bat. Hitting 333 with a 1205 OPS. Now, Stassi's uh, track record does not suggest that any of this is for real. Uh, so you may be just trying to ride that hot hand uh, for as long as it exists. Uh, how about veteran starting pitcher for the Orioles, Alex Cobb? Has a 2.51 ERA and 1.12 whip with 9.4 strikeouts per nine innings through three starts. Cobb doesn't throw very hard, uh, but he can still miss bats. And so the fact that he's healthy has some pretty decent numbers there for the Orioles. For the Orioles, he may have a hard time winning a ton of games, but if the rest of his numbers are pretty good, he can, he can work out for your rotation. And in the bullpen, if you need a closer, Trevor Gott still widely available, and he has three saves for the Giants. Uh, again, if you're pitching for a team like the Giants, there may not be a ton of save opportunities, but as long as Gott is the guy who's getting those chances, uh, he's well worth your fantasy interest. Now some injury news. Uh, Rays right-handed pitcher Yanni Chirinos is on uh, the injured list with a triceps inflammation. Of course, the Rays have uh, another arm that they can just plug in. Trevor Richards uh, looks like he will be the one who's going to take Chirinos' uh, spot in the rotation. Uh, the Padres sent down left-handed pitcher Joey Lucchese and designated hitter Josh Naylor to their minor league site. The rosters, for whatever reason, are reduced from 30 to 28 players, and uh, that, that seems to have cost Lucchese and Naylor in this uh, situation. I'll be honest, coming into the season, I expected Lucchese to be uh, better than a fringe starter for the Padres, uh, so that, that's a tough break for him. Uh, Astros center fielder George Springer uh, left with a wrist strain. Uh, on Thursday. Now we're uncertain about the severity of the injury, but if Springer does miss time, Miles Straw, who we talked about last week, could offer some short-term value. Straw is an adequate hitter, but he can definitely run, and so he might add some stolen bases to your to your ledger. 
Blue Jays starting pitcher Trent Thornton has landed on the injured list with elbow inflammation. The Jays may be hoping that Chase Anderson uh, will be ready to return from the injured list to take Thornton's spot. Now, maybe Sam Gavilio could do a spot start for them, but uh, I think in an ideal world for the Jays, Anderson might be ready uh, to fill in there. Uh, Pirates reliever Nick Birdie is done for the season with an elbow injury. Uh, that has landed him on the 45-day injured list, which takes you near the end of the season, and there's not much point in in uh, ramping him up for the last week or two at this stage. So uh, he was a bit of a sleeper candidate for saves uh, coming into the season. He's a high strikeout guy. Now he also is a high walk guy. But he did earn his first career save uh, among his three appearances for the Pirates before getting hurt. So coming up next, uh, we will look at Thursday's stars, some matchups to exploit on Friday, uh, and DFS tips to help you set your lineups. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm pretty much incompetent when it comes to doing stuff with my car, so I leave that to my mechanic most of the time. But my father-in-law is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. And this is the site for him. It's great prices on an incredible variety of parts. Having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did not so long ago, and let me tell you, I was not remotely impressed the day that it cacked in the middle of the car wash. But, with a click of a mouse, a handful of options are ready for you on Rock Auto. How about a power steering pressure hose for a 2016 Dodge Charger Supercharge V8? They've got those too. I mean, you will find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. When you want food delivered but you want an amazing selection of restaurants, use Postmates. You'll be able to order from your local favorites as well as national chains. Rumor has it, NBA players are trying to get Postmates deliveries inside their bubble in Orlando. Because when you get a craving for something, it's hard to give it up. That's why I use Postmates in my house. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON on the Postmates app. So let's take a look at some of Thursday's stars before we get into some matchups and DFS tips. Start out with Cleveland third baseman Jose Ramirez. Three for five, four runs scored, four RBIs, two home runs, one from each side of the plate in a 13-0 route of Cincinnati. You know, Ramirez had such a, an odd start to last season. It looked like he was an elite player for the two seasons prior. And then he picked it up and was and was back on track. But there was that stretch early last season where he, it, and it dropped his numbers a bit last year, that made you think that maybe he, he wasn't necessarily an elite player. Uh, he's he's since proven that he is once again uh, an elite player at third base. One of the, one of the top few players uh, in fantasy value overall. Phillies catcher, JT Real Muto, probably the best catcher in terms of fantasy value coming into the season. He was two for four, two runs scored, three RBIs, and hit a home run in a 5-4 win against the Yankees. Uh, Royals second baseman and right fielder, Whit Merrifield, was two for four, scored three runs, drove in two runs, had a home run and a stolen base in a 13-2 win against the Cubs. There's not a ton to love about the Royals. I mean, I don't mind them on DFS where you can get some some guys at, at good value, but Merrifield is is the one consistent producer that you you can really count on uh, in that lineup. And he, and he hits at the top of the order and he can give you a little bit of everything. Angels starting pitcher Dylan Bundy went complete game, nine innings, went four hits, Allowed one earned run, no walks, struck out 10 against Seattle. Obviously, the Seattle lineup is, is not the most formidable, 
but this is a really promising sign from Bundy, who's looking to kind of resurrect his career uh, with the Angels this year. And his ERA uh, now through three starts is down to 2.08. So obviously very encouraging given that, that performance against the Mariners. Cleveland starting pitcher Carlos Carrasco went six innings, allowed just one hit, four walks, no runs, and struck out eight in a 13-0 win against Cincinnati. Carrasco, uh, his ERA down to 2.50. He struggled uh, last season uh, and was diagnosed with uh, leukemia and has rebounded and looks to be back in in fine form uh, this year. And, And Strangely enough, I mean, he he's he was at risk because of his pre-existing condition, as you might say, coming into the season. And so the fact that Carrasco not only decided to play uh, under that extra medical risk, uh, but has been really good, certainly makes a difference for Cleveland. Uh, Astros second baseman, Jose Altuve, three for four, three runs scored, one RBI, one stolen base. But, it, you know, that was a nice, nice performance for Altuve, but it also... Uh, raised his average to 192. So you can see that uh, the Astros, uh, they've been able to count on Altuve being a 300 hitter, pretty much like clockwork. Uh, And now uh, (laughs) this season, it has not gone uh, that way. uh, uh, And and certainly the skeptics will be out, uh, wondering how much of his 300 batting average was based on on knowing what pitches were coming. And one more uh, of Thursday stars, Orioles designated hitter Renato Nunez, two for four. Uh, with two home runs, so he scored two runs, drove in two runs, and an 8-7 loss at Miami. Now, the Orioles lineup is one where you you can kind of pluck off bits of value from time to time, I guess not unlike the Royals, Uh, but Nunez is a a bona fide power threat. So let's, uh, continuing our Thursday watch, let's go to the Christian Yelich watch uh, and see what's happened here. The Brewers' slow starting star had a different kind of game on Thursday. He was one for two and walked four times. His one hit was an inside-the-park home run. He also scored three runs overall. But Yelich is the first major leaguer to have an inside-the-park home run and four walks in a game since 1912. This is, it's been a really rough start for Yelich, and one of the things that you, you would note is that his walk rate was way down and his strikeout rate was way up. Well, if he's you know, seeing enough pitches and, and having a, a discerning enough eye to walk four times, I would take that as a promising sign that uh, maybe he's back to being a little bit more patient uh, and allowing him to take real advantage of his skill at the plate. I think, I think you know, when you've been hitting as well as Yelich has over the past few seasons, uh, it, it would be easy uh, to expand your strike zone a little bit because you know every, everything you're hitting is uh, on, on the screws. In any case, it, that is a slightly encouraging sign for Christian Yelich. Now, a few matchups to, to target on Friday. Uh, I like Baltimore, who's been a little bit of a surprise, uh, with Tommy Malone, plus 160 at Washington and Anibal Sanchez. Uh, as I said, Baltimore has been a little bit of a surprise, and Malone has been you know, kind of quietly effective early on here. And at that price, make, makes him a lively underdog uh, against their regional rival. Uh, Kansas City, Jake Junis, plus 150 against Minnesota. And Devin Smeltzer is starting for the Twins. And so uh, Smeltzer, not the most proven uh, option certainly in the in the Twins rotation, so getting uh, a sizable price on Junis as an underdog you know, may be worth a look. Texas Jordan Lyles also plus 150 against the Los Angeles Angels Griffin Canning. Lyles uh, has had some flashes uh, in the past few seasons where um, you, you can make an argument that that he can give you a, a pretty quality start, and uh, I think 
you know, certainly at this price, uh, is worthwhile against even, even a promising young pitcher in Griffin Canning. One long shot I would, I would you know, consider at, at a low level, I suppose, is Jeff Samarja uh, and the Giants uh, at plus 210 against the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers may uh, beat the Giants like a drum, but uh, it's also, uh, if the Giants are going to have any kind of shot, uh, they probably need a, a strong performance from a starting pitcher, and you know they, they don't have a whole lot of starting pitchers who uh, would give them a better chance than Samarja, and I say this even though Samarja's been, been roughed up in his first couple of starts this season, uh, but he does have uh, a track record of, of some, some success anyway. Now let's do a few DFS tips to end the week off right. Uh, I will start with Rockies pitcher Antonio Senzatella, who's just $5,800 on DraftKings. Now, look, he got crushed last season, and, and so that would contribute to why his uh, DraftKings price is so low. Uh, but he's off to a great start this year, 2.45 ERA through two starts, and he's going up against Seattle's lineup. And as we've noticed a few times already, the Mariners' lineup isn't great. And so if you can get your second starting pitcher in at $5,800 on DraftKings, that allows you a whole lot of opportunity to, to spend money elsewhere. Padres first baseman Jake Cronenworth uh, will keep pounding the drum for him. Uh, mentioned him uh, for DFS a few days ago. He's $2,700 uh, against Arizona and Luke Weaver. Uh, Cronenworth 7 for 22 to start his career. That's certainly uh, a promising sign uh, for the guy who's filling in uh, for Eric Hosmer right now for the Padres. Uh, Tigers second baseman Jonathan Scope, $3,000 against Pittsburgh. Uh, and Chad Kuehl. Scope is, you know, a, a legitimate power hitter, and really Pittsburgh, if Pittsburgh is going to run a, uh, a bevy of relievers out there against him, uh, that's not a bad opportunity for uh, Scope to go deep once again. Astros shortstop Carlos Correa is just $3,700 at Oakland. Now, Chris Bassett has, has got off to a really nice start for the A's, so it, it's not uh, as, as though they're, they're giving this away, but the price is pretty good for Correa, who can hit as well, really, as any shortstop. He's hitting 386 and has a couple of home runs already. Uh, I would definitely uh, like the idea of Carlos Correa at that price. One more, and we'll go with, again, player we mentioned earlier, Tigers outfielder Jacoby Jones. It's just $3,000 against Pittsburgh uh, and Chad Kuehl. Uh, and as I mentioned, Jones is hitting 379, has three home runs. For that price against that pitching staff uh, in Pittsburgh seems like a worthwhile play. So that will do it for today. In fact, that'll do it for this week. I'll be back on Monday with more fantasy baseball news. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to locked on fantasy baseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.